Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. So let's process the 2012 presidential race. The fact is Barack Obama has won the presidency for a second term. It was a historic election, and we will have him as president for another four years. I'll brag for just 10 seconds to say that I have won many steaks, uh, many good meals, I'm sure, uh, by having predicted long ago that Barack Obama would win by one or two percent. I did not vote for Barack Obama. I think most of you know that. Uh, but I have have been guessing, uh, estimating, analyzing for better part of a year that Barack Obama would win by one or two points, and he did. Uh, I didn't come to that conclusion because I'm any special kind of genius. I came to that conclusion because I don't pay much attention to uh, the commissioned polls, the political party polls, uh, the agenda-driven polls. What I pay attention to are the more old-line, uh, mathematically-oriented, objective polls, at least as objective as it gets, and all the while, mixing in my understanding of what it takes to, to defeat a sitting president, uh, I have come to the conclusion that Barack Obama would win by one or two points, which is exactly what he did. The surprise is that he won as early in the evening as he did, and he won as handily as he did. Um, he won quickly. He run, won soundly. There was no dispute, really. Uh, there were some rumblings from Karl Rove and a few other people about maybe some, uh, some lawsuits and some pushback and some contesting, but none of it came about. And here we are 48 hours later, and Barack Obama absolutely, unquestionably is the president of the United States for another four years. Uh, I, I think we should learn some things from this election. And they are, they are matters, they are trends, they are issues that will continue with us probably for the rest of American history. I was very, very concerned uh, to hear Mr. O'Reilly of Fox say the night of the election that this election shows that white America is no longer in the majority. I, I have to say that that is exactly the kind of comment and exactly the kind of sentiment that concerns and alienates most people of color, most ethnicities in our country today, that somehow conservatism is about being white and it's about being powerful. And I, I want to tell you that I lean conservative in my politics, and, and I want to say without equivocation that it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with what produces a free society in which men and women may rise to their best as they serve their God. That, that is exactly what it's about. It is not about retaining power for the old white Protestant majority. Uh, it's not about uh, somehow keeping outsiders at bay. No. Uh, it is about the principles that lead to the strongest, freest, uh, most religiously liberal. You understand how I mean that in the sense that there's freedom for religion uh, that is possible in a society. And I'm grieved by Mr. O'Reilly's comments, and I'm grieved that that is the attitude uh, that is spreading in our society. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is that in this election, yes, there certainly were the beauty contest moments. Yes, there were the gotcha moments in the debates. But for the most part, I think the polls are showing that people fundamentally believe that the Republican Party was the party of no, I know that's cliche, the party that wanted to cut, the party that wanted to reduce, the party that wanted to restrict, the party that wanted to diminish uh, and constrict uh, rather than expand, rather than grow, rather than prosper, uh, and that the Democrat Party, Democratic Party, uh, is the party that wanted to provide for people. Now, we all know, I'm sure, that we cannot continue to pay the kind of bills at the government level that we 
have paid. Uh, you cannot continue to raise taxes and expand government programs. Uh, everybody knows that that's going to have to be addressed. But in the positioning of this campaign, uh, it seems that the exit polls primarily indicate that the Republican Party was viewed as a party that had nothing to offer except cutting the size of government. And that simply is not Churchillian enough. It's not enough of a rallying cry. It's not a certain enough trumpet for people to vote for the Republican Party. And I want to urge my Republican friends, and I, I again, I'm conservative. Uh, I want to say we're going to have to rethink the way our ideas are articulated. Essentially, uh, Republicanism is seen as old white men sitting around talking about how we can live within our means. It's like going home from college and having your uncle lecture you about how you're spending too much on beer and pizza. Uh, that may have some truth to it, but the reality is it will not win political parties. It will not win politics. It will not win races. It will not shape the nature, uh, the nation. We need Churchills. We need people of the large vision. We need people who talk about growing an economy. We need people who talk about how the best thing for a new immigrant in this country is a society in which they can arise and achieve and accomplish and prosper. Uh, we need to exalt, for example, at the convention, we should have been telling the stories of people who immigrated into this country in 1910, 1920, and now have built dynasties, Italians, Asians, Eastern Europeans, uh, every kind of, of background and ethnicity. Uh, that's what's going to make America great. Freedom industry, etc. Uh, yes, it's going to have to be a partnership between the private sector and government, uh, but we did not make that case. We did not make it well at all. Uh, the reality is the exit polls show that the only, really, the only group that Republicans have solidly in their corner are white, well-off, church-attending Americans. That's a relatively small class. White, well-off, uh, frequently church-attending Americans. We, uh, the Republicans did not hold African Americans, did not hold Asians. In fact, uh, Mitt Romney actually lost a large portion of Mormons, for heaven's sakes. 23%, I believe, of the Mormons in America uh, voted for Barack Obama. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, unfortunate that conservatism has been billed in this narrow way. Uh, the other thing we did not do was talk about charity. How in a Republican scheme is charity accomplished? Perhaps Republicans believe that this is largely a matter of the private sector. Well, then emphasize it. Talk about how growing a successful business uh, will allow a people to give money and take care of the poor, but also talk about what government's going to do. It's going to have to be both. Uh, I believe we're heading towards some very difficult economic times. Uh, I am not sure that uh, Barack Obama is the best man to lead us. I'm not sure that Mitt Romney was the best man to lead us. Uh, but this is what we have. We need to pray for our, our leader. Uh, we need to understand the shift in the nation. Uh, the republicanism, that conservatism can no longer be presented um, as simply the privilege for the few, uh, as simply dereg deregulate everything. Um, it must be seen as uh, the, the, the net of the principles of freedom in our world. Uh, I, I believe that, that conservatives and Christians, and by the way, we lost uh, from a Christian perspective on issues of marijuana, on issues of gay rights, etc. Uh, in all of those arenas, it's time for us to be humble, realize that we have not made our case to the American people, realize that we are massively misunderstood or perhaps we've misrepresented ourselves, uh, and it's time for a, a realigning. It may also be time for some new political parties. It's pretty clear to me that the old political parties are not representing everybody in 
America. So, may the Lord bless and guide Barack Obama. May he restore our republic and may he make us a righteous people. There are great days ahead, but there are also great challenges ahead. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN, and a blogger for a number of leading online news services. His groundbreaking books on faith and American society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, The Mormonizing of America, and the soon-to-be-released Lincoln's Battle with God. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group.